All right. Yesterday, we talked a bit about the federal government buyback program, the federal government gun control legislation, call it what you want, um, and the Alberta government's response to it, which essentially is to ask the RCMP in this province not to assist with the federal government in implementing their plan. Um, Minister Tyler Shandro said he didn't want police, quote, taken off the streets to act as confiscation agents. But we saw the letter that came from the public safety minister, and there was no talk of taking officers off the street or confiscation. But, I mean, okay, it could lead to that, possibly, maybe, down the road. There's a lot of politics around all of this. So what's the reality here? And what does the law tell us about what's happening and how the provinces will be involved in enforcing it. We're going to have a conversation with Irvin Waller, who is a professor of criminology at the University of Ottawa. Uh, Dr. Waller, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Good day. Okay, first things first. Regardless of how you feel about this plan and whether it'll work or it won't work, the province of Alberta calls it an unacceptable infringement on the property rights of Albertans. Is it? Or... Uh, as we know, firearms are within the scope of the federal uh, government. So so where does that come down in terms of property rights and whether the government legally can do this? Well, I think it's important to see that uh, there are two packages in this uh, uh, federal government initiative. The first is to uh, try and take uh, assault weapons um, out of Canada or working assault weapons out of Canada. And this follows a little bit what Australia and New Zealand have done. And it's um, Biden has wanted to do this and Clinton did it for about 10 years. Uh, What is, I think, puzzling is that they have identified 1,500 um, assault weapons. And part of what Alberta is talking about is questioning whether all of these 1,500 weapons really need to be uh, banned. What, what banning means, by the way, is you can hang on to your assault weapon, but it can't be used, so you have to render it uh, uh, in, uh, useless, uh, or the federal government will buy it back. Right. Uh, and this is basically designed to try and avoid the sorts of shootings that happen all over the U.S. and make headlines here. Um, and it's um, in Canada, we have not had a history uh, of these assault weapons uh, being used, except for the Polytechnic and actually in the Quebec um, uh, Muslim shooting, uh, the, uh, the weapon didn't work. So it, it could have been a lot of people, um, uh, killed. The other package, which Alberta is also, um, concerned about is the package that basically limits the number of people who can own handguns. Right. Yes. And the, the way they're going to do this is, uh, till some date in October, you can get a license. But the federal government has apparently not provided enough uh, folk to process all these uh, applications. But as of um, a date in October, uh, you will not be able to get a license for uh, a, a handgun. And the debate here is very different because uh, handguns are what are used in inner city areas by uh, young men who are involved in street gangs who get into fights, who uh, get angry very fast and they uh, shoot each other. 
and occasionally, uh, and they shoot each other in public places uh, where other people who could get injured. And uh, I don't know what the Alberta government uh, is doing on that, but uh, it's very clear that we can reduce those shootings significantly by uh, focusing on why those young men get involved in violence. So it's upstream prevention. Right. Uh, and um, the federal government is actually putting more money into uh, buying back uh, these uh, assault weapons than it's putting into uh, prevention. But uh, there's clearly a debate that needs to be held. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, and that's the conversation at hand here, uh, Doctor. I, I appreciate your time. Unfortunately, we are out of time. I've got to let you go. But thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.